right. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'll be with you in a second. I'll be with you in a second. Yeah, no. Three, two, one. Hi, everybody. This is Jackie Pillisoff. This is my podcast called Divorced Girl Smiling. And my tagline is, if you want a Cinderella story, be your own fairy godmother. You're the only one who can pick out the perfect glass slipper. And on this podcast, we talk about everything relating to divorce, dating after divorce, being newly separated, coping with divorce, uh, healthy eating. There's all kinds of things we talk about. Today, I have a great guest. My friend Moses is with me. And the topic is dating over 40, 50, and 60. (laughs) Hi, Moses. How are you? How's everything? Everything is good. And don't you love his voice? I I never liked my voice. I love Moses' voice. He's actually a professional vocalist um, who has performed all over the United States. Very talented singer um, and a great guy who I met at the gym, I want to say 10 years ago at least. What do you think? Probably, probably more like eight or nine, just to be specific. Okay, so Moses (laughs) is actually 61 years old, which you would not believe because he is an absolutely gorgeous man. He is a he is a gorgeous man with these beautiful eyelashes that we were talking about last time I saw him at the gym, and just a great guy who is um, out and about in the dating world and enjoying life. So Moses, welcome. Thank you. And just to be clear, I tell everyone I'm 61, but I'm actually 45. 61 is easier for people to digest. Well, thank you for clarifying that up. (laughs) Okay. So, Moses, what's it like to date as an older person? Um, And when I say older, I mean not in your 20s. You know, 30s, 40s, 50s. I think a lot of people, especially women, when they get older they interpret things a little different. So when I, what I mean by that is if they spend time with you, two or three or four dates, they may already be envisioning a wedding or a long-term relationship because we don't know how much time we have. So that's, that's the big difference I see is that maybe they, they're ready to lock in. And it's, if you're a nice person and you treat people well, which I do, People have a tendency to want to lock in. And you have to be very, very careful of that. Just because, you know, you stay at my house or we have, as old folks like myself call, relations, <laughs> doesn't mean we're dating, doesn't mean we're serious, doesn't mean we're exclusive because we haven't had that conversation. So that's the that's the main difference I see. I would, I would agree with you. And being a woman, I, women, a woman over 50... I would have to say that I am in that camp. Like if I am sleeping at somebody's house and I go out with them even a few times and I feel like they could be the one, I'm envisioning our future. 
So you definitely described me. I'm in that group. So what do you think these women should not be this way? Or can you understand it or kind of both? Well, I think you, you got to take every day a day at a time. You can't plan my week next week because you may not be at my plans for next week. So you have to sit down. First of all, you have to communicate. That's the key. You have to let people know what you're looking for. And when you tell people a lot of times, I'm not looking to settle down. What they hear is, I wasn't looking to settle down until I met you. That's not what I said. I said, I'm not looking to settle down. But we've been hanging out for two months. Nothing has changed. When things change, I'll let you know. And a lot, there are a lot of men I've met lately who make the same mistakes. They meet somebody and go out with them twice, and they're like, we're dating. No, you're not dating. You've okay, but afraid. I don't know if you're the norm, because don't you feel like you know a lot of guys who really want? They envision, just like the women do, they envision the future. Yeah, but we look at it a little different, I think. We don't want to rush in and just because somebody makes you feel good, that doesn't mean you're ready to spend the rest of your life with them. Okay, so I just made my Cinderella comment at the beginning of this podcast. Tell me the good news. What is good about it for having that attitude? Well, the good news is you, you, you meet people and you exchange ideas and who knows, Cinderella may be at the Prince may be there, but I don't think it's something you can rush. So a lot of people want to meet on Monday and by Thursday, you're telling all your friends, I met this great guy. We're dating. I think he's the one. You don't even know what kind of toothpaste I use. You don't know anything about me. I really don't know anything about you. So let's pump the brakes. Let's slow down. If you're one of these people who want to have five or six dates before you decide to get physical, that's absolutely fine. But also realize that even after that fifth date and you decide, okay, let's let's share each other's bodies, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean now I'm ready to settle down because you made me wait five dates and now we're going to have sex. What is All I did was wait five dates. That's not very hard. So I had a woman tell me, she talked to her friends and her friends told her, you know, five or six dates and then do it. And I said, well, what if it had happened and I never call you again after it happened? Then what? What good, what advice is that? So you got to just do you, do you and just hope, hopefully you'll meet good people and nice people and somebody who's not there just to take advantage of you. And one thing that I notice that women do including myself at times during my life, is that we don't sit back and just enjoy what it is. We're so afraid that it's going to end or he's not going to call or he's going to end up doing something and he's not going to be the one and I'm going to be crying every night instead of just enjoying him now and saying, even if it does end, that's okay. I had a great time and I'll never forget these wonderful memories and I grew from him and I learned some things and... I have these amazing memories in my life that I won't ever regret, right? I mean... Life is moments, and that's all you got. We don't have... All we got is right now. There's no guarantee either one of us is going to get up from this table. 
Okay, so so can we get into, I hope you're okay with me getting a little bit personal because people are probably listening thinking, has this guy ever been married? Has he ever committed? So I hope it's okay. Moses is a widower and I believe your wife passed away about eight, 10 years ago eight, or eight, eight years, years ago. ago. And um, I did meet her and she was a lovely, lovely woman. So I think that helps people understand where you're coming from a little bit more because you are committal if it's the right person. It's not like you've never committed. Well, uh, you you and I have had this discussion. I do not believe in the right person. I believe it takes work every single day because let's say you meet someone. You all have a great relationship. You live out the storybook life. You get married, and 20 years later, that person comes home and says, I'm done. Was that the right person? It was the right person for 20 years. So I think it just takes work every day. Appreciate what you have. I don't think that right person exists. I loved my wife more than I loved life itself. But if she had lived, we didn't have any guarantees on a relationship. You know, we took it a day at a time. We were different people. We worked together, but there is no guarantees that things would have worked out in either one of our favor. But also, that's such a good point because when people, as we age every day and live our lives, we're changing constantly. So that's the other thing. You have no idea how the other person is going to evolve and change in their life or what circumstances are going to change. You know, let's say you're married to someone for a few years and everything's great and you both kind of experiment with some drugs one night and then your husband kind of starts doing it more and more and ends up becoming an addict. Well, now you're in this relationship with an addict and maybe he goes and gets help and now everything is different. So can your love sustain this major change that just happened to you? You know, and, and it's just, you're right. There's no guarantees. So my advice, I think you share this and you've taught me a lot about this is to enjoy the present. Enjoy the moment. Cause it's all you got. It's all you got. And if you're going to meet somebody and you all are working together towards something, um, just, just enjoy it. Smile, laugh, have a good time. You know what I mean? Um, because the older you get, I think the less pressure you want to have in your life. You've lived long enough. You deserve to be able to relax. You deserve to be able to have somebody who can, who's not on you every day about something and it goes both ways. You deserve to be able to be yourself. If, if you're not a woman or you're not a man who likes dressing up and putting on clothes, but you've met a woman or a man who says, you know what? I love to see people dressed up, then you may have a problem. So you got to be careful when you when you when you just put yourself out there and say this is the one, because mm-hmm. if you see these little things, the big things, you can never get through the big things. So just relax and be yourself, because I, I honestly believe, even though I don't believe in the right one, there's someone out there for everybody. I honestly believe that. Okay, now what you were saying just now about if you meet someone that says, oh, I like getting dressed up. Don't you believe, though, that relationships are about two things, giving and then also maybe 
trying to grow and say, maybe I'll try dressing up and going out for this person. And if that makes him happy, and then there, he's going to have to say, well, some nights I'm going to sit around in sweats, eat popcorn and watch a movie. And, you know, you kind of give for each other. Yeah, it's about give and take. It's about give and take. I believe that the older we get, the harder it is to give and take because you truly become set in your ways. And uh, <laughs> just little things that people don't even think about. Um, something as simple as, as toothpaste. Do you roll it up or do you mash it out? You know, that <laughs> sounds crazy, but it's important. When you come to the house, something as simple as, as using the bathroom, do you leave the lid up or the lid down? Mm-hmm. Okay, so our friend that we have gone out with a few times, I don't want to say his name because he might get upset. He actually asked me once if I put the toilet paper roll with the toilet paper out or under. See, and that's important. That's important. Okay, to me, the fact that he even asked me that, I was like, okay, this tells me a lot about your personality. Like, who really gives a crap? No, I do. That's important (laughs) because I'm used to things being a certain way. And I want them to be that way. I like it over. Under to me is crazy. I like that the is lid. So funny. No, I See, like I would the not lid think that down. you were even I didn't have know this about you at all. I thought you were very easygoing. I am easy. Long as you put the lid down. Put the <laughs> lid down. I, I it just makes no sense to me to leave a bathroom. With the lid up on the top. Put it down. It's supposed to be down. You have never seen home in the garden with a, ma- with a picture of a f- wonderful home with the lid up on the top. Put it down. It's there for a reason. Put it down. All right. I'm going to tell my kids that when they get <laughs> home from down. school. Okay. Down. I'm going to take a two-minute break just to acknowledge a couple of my sponsors on Divorce Girl Smiling. I first just want to point out, and they're wonderful firms, everybody who advertises on my site, I do business with, and I personally endorse them and think they're wonderful. And the two people I want to mention are the Center for Divorce Recovery, which has offices in Northbrook, Naperville, and Chicago, and they're dedicated to helping families recover from the trauma of divorce. And then the other company I want to talk about is MJ Gable, who is a jeweler um, in based in upstate New York, and they buy back diamonds. They actually bought my engagement ring, and I was very happy with the service and the price. So I really just want to give a shout out and thank them um, for supporting Divorce Girl Smiling. Okay, commercial break's over. <laughs> okay, so we're talking to my friend Moses, and um, I want to know if you have any advice for women in their 40s or 50s or even 60s who say dating is really hard. It's so hard. I hate it. There's all losers out there. What would you say to somebody who said that to you? I would maybe sort of agree with them, but uh, not as some good guys out there because a lot of men say, believe it or not, men say the same thing about women. There's no women out there. They're all nuts. Dating is rough. Men say the exact same same thing. But it it is what it is. People are people. 
So, so what's the good news? Because I didn't hear anything good out of that. The good news is that people are people. So you get out there, you and you can't stay in the house all the time and expect to meet people. So there's an old saying: you might have to kiss a a frog before you get a prince. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you know you you go out. So you're saying there are good people out there. there Okay, I kind of compare it to my first job in high school was at Lowman's. Have you ever shopped at a Lowman's? Um, years ago. Okay, so they have all (laughs) this like stuff, so many clothes, you racks and racks and racks, and you go through the racks, and it all looks like. It's a pile of crap. It's very hard. But there are some gems in there if you are willing to look through the rack thoroughly at every item. Well, see, I, 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 um, I can honestly say that most, if not all, and maybe I'm leaving out maybe one or two of the women I've met in my life have been absolutely fantastic people. And I think you... You get back what you put out. And so if you are not a nice person and you just have one thing in mind, I've got a friend, he uh, he meets women and he goes, she wants to talk to me about her problems and I don't want to hear that. Well, that's a part of getting to know people is a part of their problems. It's a part of what makes them who they are. Mm-hmm. And I always laugh to myself because... He, he then he goes well I I I I find trying to find somebody to lock in, but you're not even listening to the people that you know. So how are you gonna lock into somebody when you don't want to hear what's going on with mm-hmm. them? So I think you you get you get back what you put out. Okay, so on those same lines, my advice is: tell me if you agree with this. When people date. They go in with this tunnel vision, so they meet someone on Match.com or Tinder or Bumble, and then they go and like they walk in and the picture looks nothing like the person and they're like, okay, forget it. And they just close their mind off in the first 20 seconds and then it's over and they have this bad attitude. And what they don't realize is something else that's unexpected may come out of this meeting. You might hear about some job. You might learn something about your professional career. You might think this person is hilarious if you would give them half a chance or you might say this person I'm not I don't want to kiss him but we could end up being good friends or he could introduce me to someone else so while I understand dating burnout and if you go and there's like 10 people in a row that you just didn't like I get it but try to be more open-minded as to what the goals are the goal doesn't have to be he's my prince charming every night No, I mean, dinner is dinner, a drink is a drink. But the physical aspect of it is is very important. But as you mature and get older, that's not the whole aspect of it. Because that same person that you may not be attracted to in the initial meeting, Mm -hmm. if you all laugh and have a good time and they make you feel comfortable, you have no clue where that could lead, whether it's business. You may find yourself madly head over heels about this person just because of who they are, because it's happened to me. I've met women that I've, I had no physical attraction to, 
And if I were, after I got to know them, I was thoroughly attracted to them. But if I had to meet them again, I probably would say hi and keep moving. But the people that they were, the people that they are is, fan, is just fantastic people. And that's what attracts me is fantastic people. I, li- I love a nice shapely woman is more than the next man. But if she's not a good person, then what is the point? I mean, right. you know, I've been having sex all my life, so that can't be the end all and be all right, right. now. I've been doing that longer than most folks have been living that right. I know. <clears throat> so, Okay, so, so along those lines, this is a great story. When I was single, before I was married, my dad set me up with this guy. And I was at my parents' house, and I'm looking out the window as he's getting out of the car, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, crap. I have to, like, go to a whole dinner. Nope, not going to happen. I'm not attracted to him. Now I have to go spend the next two hours with him. This is horrible. This sucks, you know. Okay. So I fake it, fake it, fake it. Halfway through dinner, I'm looking at his eyes and I'm like, oh my gosh, he has like beautiful eyes and he's really funny. I was in love with him by the end of the night. I was thinking, this is a great guy. He ended up breaking up with me. (laughs) You know, we dated for a few months, but it just, if you are willing to be, have an open heart and think, Something good is going to come out of this no matter what. Something. There'll be some benefit. Then I think it changes your whole attitude. Well, I I, I tend to think most people think they are the prize. And so they go in thinking, is this person worthy of me? See, I think men more than women feel that way. And I always Uh, tell women to go in with the attitude of he's lucky if I like him, not I'm lucky if he likes me. Well, see, what about we're lucky if we like each other? Absolutely. Because when you go in with that attitude, he's lucky to have me. I honestly believe you're setting yourself up for problems because that will manifest itself in your attitude towards him. But most women will, are the opposite. But That's I'm what saying, I'm trying to all right, say. He will pick that up. Mm-hmm. That she thinks I'm lucky to be with her because it's it'll be obvious when you all are out in public. It will be obvious the way you treat him mm-hmm. around other people. And so I just we're lucky to be with each other. We're I lucky to totally with agree other. with that. But I think most women have this attitude. They get all dressed up and they're praying the guy will like them when they should be praying that they'll like each other and that it's just as important that he, I like him, Absolutely. too. And Absolutely. most men, I feel like, are the exact opposite. No. See, really? That's what I know what I think. I think. I think we as men, we are... See, we, first of all, we don't control this thing. Women, we don't choose women. You all choose us. So we are... Wait, can you back up? Because I don't get that at all. We don't choose... You can go in a place and be the most handsome guy in the world, the richest guy in the world, and you look at a woman and you go, I'm going to... I'm going to be with that woman. That woman chose you. You didn't choose her. Because you all control it. (laughs) You all have what we're after. So this is... Most men are... We put on this front like we're so confident and just so... 
No, 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 no. We are oh, nervous. Is, good to is, know. We are ner- you know, we are, we are just... I'm okay, say- this is the last thing I'm going to say <laughs> because I'll tell you why I said what I said about men. There are, tell me if you agree with this, seem to be so many more available, attractive, successful women out there than there are men. So when you have this ratio where there's many, many more women, these guys have like the pick of the litter and the women are just trying to meet someone so they're willing to accept somebody who do you agree like you're <laughs> well it 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 depends i it depends on i guess the city you live in mm-hmm. um just because there there is a lot of choice doesn't mean that the man is so confident he's got a lot of choices but i think the reason he keeps exercising all those choices is because he's not sure he can he can lock into something and make it work. Especially after a marriage. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Because most of the guys I know who were married and got divorced or lost their wife, they're back in relationships within two years, except for me. Most mm-hmm. of the guys I know, I know guys older and they lost their wife and eight months later they're in a relationship. And a year mm-hmm. and a half later they're getting married again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just I don't I don't I can't explain it. People are I can't I can't explain it. But we have this perception that it's a man's world, and it basically is. But we don't choose you all. You all choose us. I was told that by a wise man. And the longer you live, the more you realize it. Hmm. We can do whatever we want to do. We can do whatever we want to do. But I'm sure you've had guys come up to you and said all the right things and you found them attractive. But there was something about that man you said, no, I'll pass. I will pass. Don't you think there's men who said that about me? Um, very rarely because when we get a shot at, when we get a shot at a nice looking woman, unless we know something is wrong with her, <laughs> unless we know something is wrong with her unless mm-hmm. we've been even if we've been warned we'll go with that's not gonna happen to mm-hmm. me so it 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 um no see we men approach things different we approach things different and i well i shouldn't spoke i shouldn't speak for all men but but we just no, we get a shot at a, a, a nice-looking woman walks up to us, and and we think we we got a shot. Nah, not too many of us gonna say no, nah, man. <coughs> Hi, Ann. Hold on, I had to. Okay, okay. So I want to move on to something that I think you'll be really good at. I want to read a letter, maybe two if we have time, from readers, and then I want to get your advice on this. Okay, Okay, here's the first reader's letter. I need some advice. I've been dating a single dad for one year. I have two boys myself. 
We've introduced the kids slowly and it's working well. I'm friendly with his ex-wife. In fact, we really respect each other. He treats me with respect. He is loving, kind, and has invited me to family events. He makes time for me and we have an incredible we have had an incredible year together. The only thing is he has not said I love you, but his actions do. I'm divorced. He is still finalizing his. I'm in love. I'm bursting to tell him, but I'm waiting for him. Part of me is terrified that he doesn't, but my gut tells me he just needs more time. Do I tell him? I made a book explaining why I am dying, why I love him, and I'm dying to give it to him. Do I just say, babe, I want to bring up the L word? <clears throat> Please help. Um, she, the first part of that letter, she described everything anybody would want to have in life. So why can't she just let it be. If his actions actions is showing you he love you, everybody doesn't say I love you the same way. And he's going, he's finalizing his divorce. So maybe he wants to <clears throat> really close one chapter of his life before he moves into that I love you stage. Okay. She described a relationship that man or woman would love to have, especially with, I don't have kids, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but if I had them and I was dating somebody who had them, she described the perfect scenario. So right, just, which goes back to what <clears throat> we were saying, just enjoy the time Absolutely. and stop worrying about Absolutely. the future. Because she, she may push this man in a direction he doesn't want to go. If you feel, if you're saying that his actions show that he loves you. Let him do it in his time. If he's treating you with nothing but respect, he likes your kids, you like his kids, you all have a wonderful relationship. But what if she mm. wants to say it? Do you think she'd be making um, a mistake? No, if she wants to say it, say it. But Just don't, don't expect, expect it back <laughs> right now. And don't be upset right. if he and doesn't don't be say upset it back. If he doesn't say it back. Because you're he, right. Actions are hey, so much more yes, important yes, than I love you. Yes. So he's got some things on his plate. So this reader needs to just be happy. Just She's in him, a great him, relationship. She needs to tell him, I love you, and see what he says. And if he doesn't say nothing, don't be upset. If things change, then she'll know. Mm -hmm. that if that's what she's looking for, it's time to move on. But the man got some stuff on his plate. He probably mm -hmm. wants to have that plate clean before he moves on to something else. Mm -hmm. Because what she described, we all, I think, would like to have. Right. Love it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read one more. <laughs> Do we have time for yes. one more letter? Yes. Okay. Here's another reader. Now, I, this is in response to a blog I wrote, and it must have been very... Um, positive and optimistic about being divorced and how you can have a better life after. And this w person wrote, I love the way this writer thinks they know everybody, everything about everybody. A separation is going to be entirely different for everybody depending on the level of abuse they have encountered at the hands of their ex-partner. Truthfully, in my situation, I would never want to date or sleep with someone again. And yes, I do know my own mind. Thank you very much. It's okay for people to retire from looking for love and sex. It's only because we live in a society so addicted to searching for the one that it's 
hard for this writer to understand that some people eventually grow up and realize that the chase is just dull and predictable. Ah, she's spoken some truth. And if she wants to check out, that is her Okay, wait. I want... No, 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 no. no. I could not disagree more. Wait a minute. No, no. Tell me your... No, no. I'm telling you, if she's ready to stop dealing with other people, that is her right as a person. Because obviously she's been through a lot of pain. And um, that's kind of... In her case, it sounds like it's very hard to overcome. Now, she may feel that way now. Ten years from now, she may go, you know what? I think it's I've healed enough because she's in pain. I've healed enough now where I think I can manage to have somebody in my life. But it doesn't sound like she's done with herself yet. Right. And if she's not done with herself, she's not ready for other people. Okay, so I, I sort of agree and I don't. What I was going to tell this reader is that she is in so much pain that she needs to fix her She needs to do something to fix herself because I don't believe that this outlook is a normal way to go through life. She deserves to be happy again. I heard the word abuse in this first paragraph and... That, to me, says she was hurt either physically, emotionally, or both. And this woman is still in so much pain that she cannot even think about dating. And that is perfectly fine. But I want her to go get some help to help her along the way so that she can be happy again. Now, I'm not saying that you have to have a man and you have to date to be happy. If she, But she, for her to have that outlook... It's fine. It's fine because we... For now. No, it's fine for if she wants to keep that forever. We cannot... <clears throat> we cannot decide what makes other people happy. But does she sound happy? She sounds like somebody who's trying to get over some things. Mm-hmm. Now, if... If if she can spend time by herself, because that's a hard thing to do, spend time by yourself and be happy. I, a lot of people can't be by themselves, so that's why they run from one horrible relationship to another. Mm-hmm. It sounds like this woman knows herself and she's working on self, because right now I don't think she has anything to offer other than saying, you're a bad person to a good person. So I, I, she spoke some truth in that to me. So I, I see nothing wrong. I don't know. I'm just the type <clears throat> of person, again, the Cinderella tagline, <clears throat> who wants to see everybody happy and in right. love, especially right. after divorce when it's so heartbreaking. And I just feel like this woman, I don't think that as time goes by, she's going to feel this way if she gets help and works right. on herself. Well, see, everybody... Happiness and in love is not happiness for everybody. Right. <clears throat> it's just not. I mean, so we don't we don't know what kind of person she is. <clears throat> Having some sinus problems. We don't know what kind of abuse she went through. But if she needs a year, two years, ten years just to get herself right, by all means, take it. Mm-hmm. And because there's beauty in being alone at times. Mm -hmm. And it's very healing. (laughs) It's very soothing and makes you have clarity. Like I I hear people, you know, when are you getting married or when are you going to have kids? 
See, that's that's your definition of happiness. Doesn't mean it's And she's mine. right. It's society's right. also. Doesn't mean it's mine. Mm-hmm. Does not mean oh, it's you've mine. been dating for two years. Are yeah. you guys going to get engaged? Doesn't mean you know, it's that's mine. such a societal right. expectation. Doesn't. Well, see, I would never ask anybody <clears throat> that who's been dating for two years. Mm-hmm. I would never because it's, it's two years. Two years is nothing. I mean, what, what is that? It's a drop in the bucket in time. But I, I do believe after you've been with somebody a long, long time, 10, 12, 13 years, <laughs> you know. Um, but when you get older, you feel like, I don't have that long. I don't want to be a bride at 70. Well, yeah, well, you know, when is the last time you've been to a wedding and people were over 55? I, I, funny you should say that. I went to one a week and a half ago, but okay. it was the first one I ever went to. Okay. And the couple was in their All late right. 50s. I, I wrote an article yeah. for it. Yeah. So uh, my Love Essentially column published last you week. You don't see it a lot. And but so, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. To it's see. not something. So I'm, I'm, my heart goes out to this woman, and I, I hope she can recover from that horrible relationship she had. And at some point, I hope she doesn't, uh, I hope she doesn't, because a lot of times what we do is we try to put what other people did to us on other people. And I hope she can find a place in her life and she can <clears throat> meet somebody, not as so much as a companion, but just a confidant, a friend. Right. It sounds like she just needs a friend right now. Right. Whether well, I was thinking therapist, you know, somebody <clears throat> well, to talk to. I think I think before therapist, just a friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody she can trust. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. And maybe me. she needs <clears throat> spirituality. You know, maybe she needs God. Maybe well, she needs yoga. <clears throat> maybe yeah. we don't know. But my point is, she needs to figure out what she needs. Yes. Yeah, and maybe like, it's nothing right at this that, very moment. Right, sounds to me like she's doing it. She says she's not gonna. She says she's doing it. For her, mm-hmm. for her. So I, I, my head goes. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saddened for her, but I hope she, she can. Uh, I don't want to say get it together because it sounds like she, she may have it together for her. You know, I, I, I think about this all the time. I mean, what if I just shut it down and just played golf and sung the rest of my life? Would I really <clears throat> miss companionship? And as for me, is yes. But there are a lot of people, there are a lot more people like her in her situation than we know. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who don't have anybody in their lives. Well, they're probably not listening to the show. <laughs> well, they may be. They may be, but they don't have anybody in their lives. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, I think we should come to a close and you <clears throat> should tell me one really positive thing about dating over 40, 50, or 60. Um, I, if I had to say something, I would say a lot of people at those ages, not so much maybe 40, but they are tired of the um, silliness, I would say. Now, not all, but some. And so I think they want you to be honest. And if you're just honest with them, regardless of how it falls in on them, I think they can handle it a little better. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, because at the end of the day, the heart is the heart. And I don't care if you're 50, 40, 60, 70, 15. The heart is the heart. And it's going to respond the same way every time there's pain. Love so, it. 
God, is it? Very, very true. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, Moses. I really enjoyed having you. Great advice. And uh, I'm going to leave you with my tagline again. If you want a Cinderella story, be your own fairy godmother. You're the only one who can pick out the perfect glass slipper. And I think what I'm trying to tell people is to just be confident in yourself and pick what you really want, you know? So thanks again. This is the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast, and uh, see you next time. All right. All right. Got to go 